0: Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 82. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, from Savage, Minnesota. Won't be talking about the beauty of towns we're from. Joined by the Canadian Mark Carabin from Parts Unknown. Still in the surface. Haven't collapsed into the sea to join your sister city in Atlantis.
1: We're, we're getting there. I don't know, man. If we get more <laughs> rain and wind, I think I'm just going to blow out somewhere into the Atlantic and, and just stay there. It's uh, It's been wild here lately, but uh, happy to be here. Poseidon do what Poseidon do, Mark. Basically, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then joined by Mr. Rich Davenport, uh, a friend of the show, been on uh, Code 47, um, been on Holocron Chronicles, been on Secret Friends Unite, and has now this is a trifecta. Well, and you'd been on uh, co-op mode before without Mark, so apparently you wanted to come back and get the full uh, trilogy
2: and here we are yeah. gentlemen so yeah i wanted i wanted the full monty so to speak of the uh, of the, no, the one um, second co-op mode <laughs> one second <he> <laughs> the full
0: monty a uh, closer <laughs> on at least as far as you can see in the podcast and the video podcast you know check it out to see if we're lying or not you know yeah. it's, it's well worth it um well, we're well, all really- Exactly, so Rich, you do uh, two podcasts at the moment, looking Currently to do more, up. but you do a view from the couch, which is a mm-hmm. uh, co-op uh, podcast with uh, your spouse typically um, and you review movies and then you do um, your Star Wars podcast um, and I've been on that surprisingly. I've been invited yep. on a, a Star okay. Wars podcast mark <laughs> with with Paul Moderman, so you didn't know
2: we do, didn't we do the uh, the uh, the holiday special?
0: That's what,
1: we like, did. We before, did. Right? Yeah, we did of all the episodes <laughs> to invite Todd. On, I mean, I, yeah. Okay. I had, heard <laughs> of his, I,
2: I had heard of his mythical hatred for Star Wars, which which isn't really a hatred for Star Wars, but it was this mythical hatred for Star Wars. The and, way, yeah,
1: yeah it, the way it, Charlie it, talks it about, about it, one, it. Right. It, yeah. the The way Charlie talks about Todd being a Star Wars fan, you'd think that it just makes his blood boil so i guess following that line of thinking the holiday special it's like you know get on the guy that's going to roast anything from star wars for this uh, <laughs> no but yeah quite honestly it's 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 where star wars peaked to be
0: honest you have Maud and harvey corman i mean come yeah, on it's, it's true. peak sexy so- dancing Oh yeah, what is it? Itchy and scratchy? The, itchy, the two uh, kids? Lumpy, lumpy. <laughs> lumpy. lumpy. Okay, I don't know. Uh, good times. Oh well, we're not here to talk about you know Star Wars. We're here to talk about video games, gentlemen. And what well, better thing to do? Because there's video games in the air. Rich and I just talked about Uncharted um, on his it's podcast. We've got the Sonic sequel coming out very soon. Uh, they just announced actually a couple of new gaming properties are going to be produced by Netflix. Bioshock is getting a film. From Netflix, uh, it takes two, and um, I'm blanking. The other
1: one, it's Disco Elysium. Is also getting an adaptation. Bioshock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you mentioned Sonic Two, but they've also confirmed that they're working on Sonic Three and a spin-off show for Paramount Plus with Knuckles. Wow. So crazy. So, so crazy. The Sonic Cinematic Universe is in full swing, gentlemen. My goodness, we're in for so we're in for a wild time. So. To celebrate
0: that, how far video game properties have come on the screen, we're going to talk about where they came from (laughs) in their dubious fashion. Uh, So we've got a by return this week of Super Mario Bros. movie, Street Fighter the movie, the game, the movie, um, and Double Dragon. Um, And all these movies, essentially 80s, 90s. Um, So we've all seen these three movies, I believe, no, mm-hmm.
2: Rich? Yeah, no, I've seen them. I'm shaking my head in despair of the fact that okay. I have seen them. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, fun fact, I did have Wing Commander on here, which is a classic PC game. Mark Hamill's in it. Malcolm McDowell was like, it was using video, uh, CGI, not CGI, full motion video at the time. But they made a movie with Freddie Prince Jr. and uh, Matthew Lillard. Oh my God! Really? In like ni- I believe it was 1999 because I saw this wow. this crap fest. Wow! It was horrible. It was horrible. But the reason I saw this movie, Mark, to see the episode one first trailer. Right. That's right. It was front so, of this, wasn't this? Oh man! It was. So talk about Todd taken one for the team call me a star wars hater what did i do i endured one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life it's probably one of the worst ever to see the trailer for episode one so who's a super fan
1: oh my god that's it yeah you're getting star wars episode one tattooed on your uh your chest just right across just bam Episode one, the want want I've got a baby Wado tattoo. You haven't seen it ever. <laughs> oh, <not> God. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: well. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk through these. So, um, Richard, the guest, buy, rent, or return Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, Double Dragon.
2: Boy, that's – okay. So, right off the bat, I'm going to say return Double Dragon because, good God. Now, the uh, – <laughs> The other two, though, they have varying levels of of nostalgic cheese to them, right? Like, I mean, Super mm. Mario Brothers. You have got Captain Lou Albano uh, in in that in that film. And no, then, you, no, you, no, no, no that you don't. Uh, that, Bob Hoskins? Bob Hoskins. Why am I thinking of Captain Lou? Oh, because he's, he's, he's in the, in the Super Mario Brothers Power Hour. Super show, right, right, yeah, right. The Super That's Show. Right. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. You've got Bob Hoskins in that, but you've got Raul Julia in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, which one do you? Wow, man, who do you love more? I mean, what's better than seeing Raul Julia in that getup? I mean, he looked ridiculous in that. Uh, what is that general that he played? I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, that would be and Bison, um, and Bison. That's right, Bison. Yeah, and Bison. Yep, in that getup, I, I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with Street Fighter as my keep. I'm going to go with Super Mario Brothers as my rent and definitely Double Dragon as my return because ugh, no
0: You've got Fennec Shand as Shun uh, Lee. I mean, come on. How <laughs> awesome is that? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, come on. Double Dragon it has got, I mean, uh, Robert Patrick. You've got Alyssa Milano. I mean, come on. Right.
1: right like, the Star power of that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, Mark. Uh, Mark, uh, what's his last name? DeFascos, the uh, uh, iron the, chef the, jr the, the iron chef yeah it's uh, yeah. He's, he's one of the the brothers uh jimmy i think but uh could be billy i don't know interchangeable things uh yeah so what uh my choices oh man this is tough because they're all so bad <laughs> <laughs> uh and but like so good like rich you you, you kind of like they all have like weird kind of charms to them like yeah. like raw julia just hated doing this but also loved every second of it because he just ate up everything and kind of knew he was dying as i think in this oh, one like this was like this the last, last movie, movie he did, wasn't it <laughs> oh god like he just was like just like Orson this Wilson is where thing, i'm right? going out yeah oh my god, uh <sighs> shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that like super Mario brothers you do, you have, you have uh Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo who, I mean,
2: are, are we going oh,
1: to, are we going to talk about Bruno? Like, oh, my God. can we, can we talk about Bruno a little bit? Uh, Dennis Hopper, like
0: there's, that has the most star power. I mean, really, I mean, that has the most star power. Yeah. A paycheck I, goes a long way. Apparently, <laughs>
1: i just watched double dragon not that long ago too uh i watched i I actually watched these and like both mortal Kombat like the original mortal Kombat movies uh recently um because i torture myself sometimes uh i'm (laughs) are you like are you like is this like your
0: like treatment mark for all the for all of the um in kanto you're like i need a
1: i need (laughs) something to balance me out a palate cleanser yeah
2: that's, how it that's exactly
1: <laughs> it yeah um, wow. alright okay so I'm going to buy Street Fighter for some reason um, <laughs> that I can't think of right now uh, so I'm making all these up as I go I'm gonna rent um, <sighs> uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Mario Brothers. Just uh, because it's uh, John Lenguizamo, and I'm going to return Double Dragon because uh, because I have no good reasons for any of these. I'm uh, literally <laughs> just like like rent them all. Really, like for me, this is just like just rent every single one of them. Have a stupid time, eat some popcorn, and then just go on with your life and forget they exist for another ten years. So. That's that's that. Todd, Todd, how are you feeling? Mark, that's fair, though, because honestly, there's no good reason
2: for any of these movies to exist. So, you know, you don't have to have a good reason to why you have them in the order you have them in. Exactly. (laughs) So I will
0: return Double Dragon because I believe that is the movie that was made last on this list. And it should have should have known better. And it didn't. (laughs) It didn't. I mean, it crapped on all of that classic lore of double dragon. Come on. It's such yeah, great uh, they had great mythology to build from. I mean, oh my. that opening cut <laughs> scene where he punches the girl in the stomach and he drags her away.
1: I mean, what what tells a better story? You had a Bobo in there. Uh, you had... Whips. Other characters, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: Iconic <that> whips. <laughs> Climbing ladders.
2: <laughs> Crazy hair. Right? uh yeah
0: kneeing yeah. people oh yeah. yeah all those classic elements for great storytelling mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's going away um <laughs> then street fighter i'm giving it points for claude van damme and he's mm. like he's like doing his nick cage in this movie i mean just <laughs> like it makes no sense but it's just you're like on this like somebody had to be on cocaine meth and like nyquil at the same time because i mean it's ridiculous it's one, ridiculous yeah. so I, I just don't understand it i just don't understand it but it's still fun and the fact that they made like i said a game called street fighter the movie the game and they were digitized version like pit fighter or mortal Kombat. <laughs> why not come on so good um <laughs> and then well you know and then super mario brothers oh my goodness this is like the movie that essentially made it so Nintendo would just shy away from adop- adapting any of their properties. It's like once bitten, always shy. I mean they didn't <laughs> I mean they this were all movie about selling broke everything Nintendo
1: oh, like yeah. not in a financial way but just like a like a like like the- Crushed their spirits. They were like, We're <laughs> going to make a movie. And then they didn't again for 40 friggin' years. Like, this is the movie that just kicked Nintendo in the balls and was like, We are going to go make our games ourselves. Leave us alone. Never again. And like, holy crap. I mean, once Bob Hoskins was gone, I mean,
0: like what else could they do? I mean, like we, he's going to be in every Mario movie now. Cause you can't change it. Mark, Bob Hoskins has to be in every Mario movie. Right? Yeah. So they got Chris, they, they got one of the Chris's. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I love it. Um, but you know what? They're going to use Bob Hoskins voice. He's just going to use Chris Pratt for, for all the motion capture surprise. Great.
1: Yeah. I'd yeah. be, I'd be down for that.
0: Yeah. And, and if you want more about the history of the super Mario brothers movie, Console Wars oh has like a chapter dedicated to it and it's hilarious. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's fantastic. So there you go, folks. Let us know what you would buy rent and return and if you also saw Wing Commander and liked it.
1: That was originally on this list and I haven't seen Wing Commander, so I think I'm going to have to go correct that. Oh, absolutely. Is that on any not. streaming services?
2: I'll bet you could find it on YouTube somewhere.
1: All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's that's probably like $90. There's one copy left somewhere. It's probably an Ottawa mark. So (laughs) $90. I'll find my way through. Yeah, exactly. It's on on HD DVD. So break (laughs) out that 360 attachment. (laughs) Oh, Oh, well. Oh, well. But now it's time to actually talk about what we've been playing, gentlemen. So, Rich, why don't you kick us off?
2: Okay. Uh, Well, I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy. I bought it when it came out. Um, I played a couple of levels, and then I got sidetracked. And I've gone back to it and been working my way through it. It is a fantastic game. It is a lot of fun to play. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I bought Vanguard when it came out. And that game is just a hot mess. So I went back to uh, Cold War. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my light decided to go rogue. I'm like, what's going on back there? Wow. Every, everybody's okay.
2: The, the, uh, okay. technology is, is attacking you. Uh, so I've, I've been playing Black Ops Cold War. I went back to that, and then I've been playing a lot of Fortnite lately, like a like an unreasonable amount of Fortnite lately. <laughs> what's the what's the draw in to bring you back? Uh, you know, my kid likes to play Fortnite, and so Ooh. I get a chance to talk to him and you know interact with him uh, mm-hmm. live because he lives you know in the Twin Cities. I live an hour and a half south of there, so that has been kind of the draw. The other part is. I found my forever skin in Spider-Man. Uh, so now... Which one? Uh, the black suit Spider-Man. Yeah, the, okay. the Venom suit, or not Venom suit. Nice. But symbi- Is there a right answer,
1: Mark? you like, which one? <laughs> well, no, because this season, there's been so many. There's yeah. So there's oh. there's Spider-Man that's part of the season pass. Yep. Uh, that we talked about back with with brock that i said you have to like earn 100 levels or whatever and, mm-hmm. and unlock that version of spider-man but then you can get the black suit uh future foundation yep. uh, and like a few other kind of variants of that suit mm-hmm. but then there's also one that you could buy which was the tom holland one where you can take his mask off and it's tom holland right. and uh zendaya was there too as mj and you can get the the double pack and all that kind of stuff and and it, it is a slightly different kind of take on spider-man just like i have like four friggin batman costumes in the game yeah. um so it was a valid question i think yeah, is, yeah, is, is which which spider-man because you've seen uh for anyone that's even played a tiny bit you see like uh and they they released the uh pointing yeah meme kind of uh thing so you you, ha- you do see a ton of different spider-man all pointing at each other and be like you're spider no you're spider-man okay yeah
2: anytime i see question. a spider-man in, in the lobby that's exactly what i'm doing i do the emote right. okay. point hey it's you so that's that's basically everything that i've been it's tax season so i don't really have a ton of time to play video games but those are my those are my go-tos i was thinking about that black ops cold war that's a long title call of duty
0: black ops cold war i don't even remember which one that is was it It, a good one it's the one from last year
2: it started out pretty okay okay um started out pretty poor but it ended up it ended up in a good spot and the mechanics and everything are, are a lot of fun. And so, you know, I've, I've gone back to it because I guess, like I said, Vanguard just has kind of flopped for me. The matchmaking is terrible in these games, but I seem to be able to get around that with Cold War somehow. So I do, I have found that I've had to go, I used to play a lot of hard, of hardcore mode, like online hardcore When I was younger, when I was a little faster, but now that I'm a little, little older, I've, I've got to go back to regular, like core (laughs) where it's not insta-kill if somebody, you know, basically it's not like the game tag, right? So yeah, I've got to have time to react to my old man hands.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Needs to place against some bots. I'm really good against bots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, I'm not really (laughs) (laughs) nice. Very good. Very good. Mark. Mm -hmm. um first game you played is i i think i have played this game
1: okay uh so this is a new one Uh, river city girls zero i received a code for this one from our friends at way forward so thank you to them uh for for supporting us uh as they have in the past it's it's always great to to hear from way forward i'm a big fan of a lot of their games This one was a limited run game. It's finally available for digital download on uh, at least Switch is where I've been playing it. I can't remember if it's on other things. I should probably have looked that up, but I didn't. So it's on Switch for sure. Uh, I think it's only 15 bucks. So this one was originally released in 1994, Super Famicom, Japan only. Finally coming... uh, to, to this side of the, the ocean and translate it and all that fun stuff. Um, it still looks the same. It still plays the same, still has the same graphics and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that that's basically for the most part unchanged, I believe. Uh, although I obviously haven't played the original one to compare it to, but it feels like an old game from, from the super Nintendo, uh, days, but they, they have added, um, uh, an opening and a closing kind of like motion comic cutscene kind of thing, and like animated intros with uh, some some different things, uh, some some new music. I believe, even though most of the game music is the same, they've they've added some new stuff. Um, I I I want it to love this game because <laughs> uh, I, I like, speaking of uh, of Double Dragon and those kind of movie games and stuff, um, I usually like beat-em-ups. I, and I, I don't know if I, I just wasn't in the mood this week to play a beat-em-up or something, but like, there's a lot of dialogue in this game. Like a lot. Like a lot of like, hey, we got arrested. Oh, that's weird, but we definitely didn't do the crime no, someone's setting us up. I wonder who's setting us up. And it's like two seconds to beat up some people in prison. And then it's like a whole like 20 minute jailbreak, like conversation. And then you beat up a couple of cops who are chasing you. And then you're like, Hey, we should go to our high school and see if like everything's good there. And then you beat up a couple of people and then there's more dialogue. And then it's like, and so, and, 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 up until this point, you're not even playing as the girls you're playing as like the guys from, from river city ransom. Uh, and then the girls finally eventually join your squad and you can swap between them all, which was kind of cool, but a little pointless aside from like, that's your lives. But the thing is, if you don't switch out quick enough and your character dies, it doesn't automatically switch to the next person. You just die. So you could have three characters with full health and then one of them dies, and if you didn't switch out, uh, you're you're dead. So that was uh, a bit because <laughs> <That's laughs> I just kind of let it happen. I was like, "Yeah, it'll just like switch to the next person." And It didn't, and
0: uh, it started me over on the. Usually, level. like you die in those games, the and then like you get the counter, like the ten seconds, right? Right. To then either bring in another character, or if you have a continue or whatever, to do something versus yeah, leaving yep. you hanging like that
1: yeah yeah it was weird uh weird can choice,
0: you skip but- can you skip those cutscenes? or they're not even no, cutscenes, are they not nope oh, okay. in game
1: oh. yeah not even like cut scene. no it's like in game fast just forward like that nope you can't even <sighs> like fast sp- yeah no it's it's a little um it gets a little grating if you're not in the mood for it which uh, apparently yeah, i wasn't this uh-huh. week uh but like the 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 mechanics are fine like it's not breaking any ground like each character has their own special move but aside from that it's punch kick and there is a uh, back punch button or back kick so like if if two of the enemies like if if one's approaching you from the front and the other's approaching you from the back you don't actually have to turn your character around um there is kind of like a forward and backwards attack button which i thought was neat but um aside from that there is co-op, uh, couch, like couch co-op, local co-op uh, gameplay for for uh, two players, not four. Because even though the Switch is capable of four and there's four characters in this game after the first couple of levels, um, they didn't add that in because Super Nintendo games only had two controllers. <laughs> so there's a few things that, like I said, I, I, I just kind of wish if they were upgrading some things, I wish they were upgrading other things and and that kind of stuff, but it was, um, it's fine for 15 bucks. Like it's a cool addition to your collection. If you want to check out something that's never been released here before. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, like I said, for, for that reason, it's, it's kind of worthwhile to check it out, but, uh, there are definitely better beat em ups. There are definitely better way forward games. Uh, for me, but, uh, this was, it's cool to just to, I, I like those kind of games where you see the thing, you know, you see something like this has never been released before. And even if it's something like, uh, Oh, is it star Fox? Um, the one that was on the, the super. Oh, star Fox two, right? Star Fox two. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like even stuff like that, where it's like, I, I, you know, you play it for like a half an hour, an hour, like it's like, yeah, okay, cool. I kind of see why this game was like dropped or whatever, like, but it's still a neat addition. And that's kind of how I, I have to approach this game. Cause yeah, it's like a rough Japanese only, like, I think they were more into story back then, like dramatic dialogue for a beat up game. Like it was very much, um, like soap opera <laughs> it's so just like, like or like yeah. drama. Like it's, it's all this like high school drama in, with a, a couple of beat them up levels in between. It's, it's, it's really weird to describe, but if that sounds like your jam, if you don't mind reading a whole bunch of like weird high school drama text, like this is definitely going to appeal to you. Like, I think this, this has a very niche sort of gamer that my little squirrel brain this week could not focus on enough but like, I might come back to this when I'm feeling more of a story kind of thing. Because I, I think another bad thing about me going into this game was playing Pokemon Legends, which mm-hmm. is also super text heavy and super like, just it just kind of keeps going. It's like just yeah. get to the point, point where I throw a ball at a fucking <laughs> like a duck's head <laughs> to make it fight another beaver or something like that. Like I just. So, like, going into this game, I was just like, no, oh, like, you know, because I, I expected it to be like, oh, yeah, I've read so much text with Pokemon. Time to kick the crap out of some things. And uh, this was like, no, high school drama. You punch two people and then more high school drama. And it was just like, it just caught me so off guard. But uh, there there is some some coolness in there. So, that's that. Makes, uh, that's that, that,
2: makes that. Me, that makes me think of Persona 5. Um, I, I downloaded yeah. that recently. And my God, where they open up with, like, a, a nice... Like beat them up scene, but then it's just talk, 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 talk. talk. Is that the walk? Strikers
0: one? Is that the Strikers yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, okay,
2: got it. Yeah, because oh, yeah, the yeah the the standard.
0: Uh, my son's a huge Persona Five fan, and it's just like Whew. that is a lot of story. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, um, and it's funny because I did play River City Girls one which I really enjoyed. I thought it was really good. Really well done. Very mm-hmm. fun art style. But yeah, uh, yeah, Zero is interesting. Yeah, made yeah. original was 94. So nine, games, nine, have, come, yeah, yeah, games yep. have come a long way since. That's interesting. But hey, hmm. why not? Yep. Video, um, video game preservation.
1: Yeah. I that kind of <laughs> and fits that's your theme, right? We, we, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm really ta- happy that we're going to be talking about that later. The last thing I, I do want to talk about is is I played the uh, Nintendo Switch Sports online test. I can't remember if they have a fun name for it this weekend, but uh, that was basically, they did an online test of a few of the sports, uh, for the new Nintendo switch. Uh, is it Nintendo switch sports? It's Nintendo what switch what sports. Call. Okay. Absolutely. So it's basically just a, a remake of, of, uh, Wii sports with a couple of new things. So there's sword fighting, which is, uh, Chambara, I believe is the name that they sure. gave that on this one. Uh, so, so for this test, there were only a few games available and it had to be random. You could not pick like, I just want to play bowling. And uh, the times locally for me, this is the, the ridiculous part. There were, uh, I think five, five test times for 45 minutes each. The first one was Friday night at 11 PM. Again, this is my local time. So 11 PM, 7 AM. 3 p.m. and another 11 and then 7 a.m. Sunday morning. So we played a couple of times on Saturday. We played the afternoon one and uh, and then we played the, at, at 11 o'clock at night, my wife and I. Uh, so it wasn't like a, they, they allowed you to do two players, which was cool. Like I said, everything was random. You couldn't just be like, I want to bowl for 45 minutes. No, it was, it was just, that was, take what they give you. Um, but it was, it was fine. Like it was, I understand what, they were doing they want to just like throw as many people in the online infrastructure as they can and see how it works and for me it worked really really well uh we got dropped from a couple of matches in the i want to say the last test that we did the 11 o'clock saturday night test um but after that it kind of worked perfectly it was it was fine so uh the the sports that were available this weekend were the, the sword fighting, which was cool. Uh, you could pick different swords. So like a standard single blade, a twirly blade that had some weird power up that I never chose. And then two blades with, if you had Ooh. two switch, uh, remotes, Joy-Con, um, cause that name escaped me after doing like Nintendo podcasts in this podcast for years. Why? Anyway. Uh, so there was the, the sword fighting, Tennis, which was just, we, tennis, that was great. Um, what was the other one? Uh, bowling, uh, which was uh, really cool. It was kind of like an elimination bowling. So you started off with 16 people mm. in each round. So you get three, uh, what do you call it? Three strings, I guess, when you you, you bowling. Like three, whatever. Um, Frames. Frames frames I guess I don't know I don't pull but uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway so you get three frames and uh, the the bottom five people get cut out and you can watch or whatever or you can you can bail and play something else um, and then they keep cutting five people out and then you, you get into the finale so I got in the finale and and I got uh, I, I got second place which sucked because I, I was like so close to first we were only off by a couple. if only you were a bowler like me mark i know yeah it would have been great uh i'm sure you'll you'll clean up so uh this was a cool test i want to play more like it convinced me to to kind of get the game when it comes out but it's it kind of sucks that it's coming out like the end of april because my wife as soon as we finished playing the first time like the first online play test she was like yeah sweet pre-order this i like it i like you know it's it's kind of what i remember it's what i want this is great. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. Let's, let's pre-order it now. I think it like comes out pretty soon. <laughs> we looked nope. at it. It's like, like I said, the end of April, it's like, man, I hope they do another test for like some of the other games or something like soccer or badminton or whatever, like in between now and then, like, cause it just seems like, I don't know, like the attention's through the roof right now or whatever. And like people are ready to go and nah, wait another few months. Don't worry about it.
0: I was looking Damn. forward to playing it so much, and Nintendo does these stupid things, like you said, Mark. It's weird times, and it's like, if you didn't set like a reminder on your watch and say I have, I, I cannot do anything this weekend, I mm-hmm. have got to play Switch Sports, <laughs> I, I they do that, it was like salmon run all over again, I'm like, oh, I missed yeah. it, I, I totally forgot what was going on. So yeah, and I'm not sure how that gets, I mean, it obviously gets people excited, but a lot of people missed out. And if they aren't going to be able to play it again in April, then kind of what was the point? I mean, maybe they don't want to compete, compete with Kirby, but there's no Nintendo February game. So why right. can't you just put it on February?
1: Right. So I mean, I, like, I don't like, it seemed like the sports that we played were finished, like finished enough to have an online play test. So even if they released it, like we know they're releasing golf in the fall. So why not release this game and ha- say, okay, we're releasing this game right now. You can play four sports in April. We're going to release the next four sports, and in the fall, you'll get golf. And I'm hoping they keep going with that because I want my Frisbee golf back.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes total sense. Keep it alive. Add in more stuff. I mean, Wii Sports was free and had a lot of content. Wii Sports Resort was $60. Uh, I hope they don't go back to the model of the one on the Wii U, which was horrible. It was was like it was like buy some things and they didn't really have a proper release. And it was horrible. I'm like, why yeah. didn't you just, yeah, it's, it's funny. People said this should have been the packing game of the switch. and I'm like, I can't disagree, but I totally understand why they didn't. Cause they didn't want to be associated with the Wii.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I think this is the right time for it to drop. I just wish it was dropping a little sooner. Yeah. But like, I think the Switch has defined itself outside of the Wii. So now it's a good time to bring this back. Uh, rich, did you, did you dabble in Wii sports when, when the Wii was a thing?
2: I did. Some I dabbled. memories for this? Yeah. I did dabble. Okay. I have uh, my Wii story is I, you know, back when Wii came out, it was notoriously difficult to find, and much like with my PlayStation Five, I actually leaned on a friend to get a Wii console, and uh, we played the crap out of the Wii Sports. Uh, we we really enjoyed it. We you know parties, uh, group of people together. You know, of course, it was all non online, so mm-hmm. it was uh, it was all in one house and doing the bowling and all the different, you know, the different games and everything. And then of course I fell out of touch with the Wii and I sold it for like twice what I bought it for. <laughs> oh wow, that was quick then. Yeah. 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 And then and then I bought a PlayStation 3
1: for twice right. what I paid
2: for the Wii apparently, so. Take that Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that.
1: So is it is this like a game that's that's got you excited Are you are you like me and you want it right now or are you like going to maybe check it out in April or how you, how you feeling on this one, dude?
2: This one, you know, I mean, yeah, this seems like a game that my kid will enjoy. I'm sure we'll probably, we'll probably give it a go. It's it's just one of those ones that right right now he's in the middle of uh, Arceus, right? The Pokemon Legends Arceus. And holy cow, is he into that game? It, he mm-hmm. he just keeps drooling over it. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing by the time this pops up, he'll be ready for a new one. So yeah,
1: I'm sure we'll pick cool. it up. All right. Todd, what have you been playing?
0: Uh, So not a lot of like long game plays of things. Uh, I finished Ghost of Tsushima's uh, Icky Island uh, content, which I absolutely love to pieces. So that was a great experience. Check it out if you you love Ghost of Tsushima or if you want to finally check out the game, it's the perfect time to get it. All that content is fantastic. There's almost too much to do. So I said, I'm done. I'm good to go. Can't wait for a sequel. But great, great experience. Uh, But then I decided to finish Horizon Zero Dawn, because i'm playing horizon forbidden west uh and know who's playing more of that than i am my son he <laughs> never played horizon uh, uh Dawn, but when he saw me playing forbidden west he's like oh i really want to try that so uh he had a four-day weekend so of course He's all in on it. He's going to be He's playing in a hard mode, of course. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we were just playing around with some of the, um, I mean, this is a sequel to uh, Guerrilla Games from 2017. They're their, their really debut game on PlayStation uh, 4. They had a Killzone game, but that was kind of right. a different era. Um, they, they, I mean, just kind of surprising everyone with the studio that makes a first-person shooter, shooter to do something like this, where it's a big open-world third-person uh it's it's very much like a an assassin's creed game Mm -hmm. a lot of people compared to that which is kind of a cool apt way to put it because i kind of think of it as that um in that far cry those type of games and uh the story was really awesome the the motion capture the way that people looked was fantastic and what this game does really well is it opens up with kind of like what what you missed which was perfect anyone jumping into the game could just get right into this which i think is great didn't have to you know look to to. Like it was kind of like what Halo should have had. Halo Mm. Six Infinite should have had that kind of like what you missed. Glad they did this. It was very easy to go into. Really got you amped to get right into it. Um, And this game looks beautiful. I tried it. It supports a performance mode or a visual mode. The visual mode is four K thirty. The the performance mode is like it's not four K sixty. It's like 1800 P versus 2160 P so good enough. I mean, I guess it's not like you're going to notice, but that 60 frames per second is it's like the Spider-Man, Miles Morales Mm. or Spider-Man when you play it, it just feels different. Um, You do lose some of that like visual pop, but I think a lot of people when they play games are so in the moment, moving around so fast you don't notice the details in right there. It's kind of blurs. So I don't know if it was that big of a deal. I mean, I like to go back and forth. I kind of wish there was just a trigger kind of like in the master chief collection to see what it looked like, you know, just to see like what would look different or if you want to just see a different visual mode and maybe that's something they could do with like the, um, camera mode or the, the photo capture mode, whatever they call that. Um, where they could just do it on the fly. Cause I think that would be perfect because sometimes you just want it yeah. to pop, And that's the moments where you're really paying attention to the horizon and things like that. So, um, it's a, it's a beautiful game, uh, silky smooth. Um, but they do the thing that I just absolutely hate with games. It's the Metroid contact t- uh, concept, right? You end a game and you're a badass. You start a game and, And it's like, oh, sorry. Oh, you left all your good gear at home. I'm like, wait, I had all this cool stuff. Can I have it back? And it's like, I don't know why they do that in games. It's like, it is so it it is a weird one. Because, you know, um, so it does have some more of those elements of just getting new gear, which is kind of cool. They've refined a lot of things. So I think if you're looking for uh, to jump in, it's a perfect time to jump in. And right now, you, if you buy the, the 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 PS4 version, if you don't have a PS5, you can play this on PS4, and essentially on that you're getting like 1080p30, but it still looks good. So it looks really good. It even plays well on the base PS4. Um, so regardless where you play, it's a good experience. Digital Foundry said, "Yep, it's it's a good experience. It's not like a ham- It's not like a, a borked version. But you're just just not going to get the really like wow experience. Um, but if you buy on PS4, uh, you get the PS5 upgrade for free. So I actually bought the ps5 for ps4 version for ton bucks less and got the ps5 version for free so um it's there um it's really beautiful it's really cool it's a showcase it's really well done um it's a lot of fun i've got to get used to the mechanics again just because um it's primarily a projectile game there is some melee up and close and they did improve that as well so um but it's very cool looks really neat you do they have some new elements that i have not gotten yet which are kind of like some more traversal things, like a um, glider that's going to add some little bit more um, traversal elements as well. So I'm glad this one is coming out at a time when Zelda is not out like the week later because (laughs) I think a lot of people missed the first game because Zelda took them away, which I totally get it. That was such a unique game. And this is not a step up from what I've seen, like a like, oh, it's a step change from uh, two or from one. So it's not like the next step, which is fine. Cause mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just love playing the reels game so much. So, but this is cool. Um, check it out if you want. I hope it gets a big audience with 116 million PS4s, 18 or 20 million PS5s. There's a, ample ways to play this game. So yes. yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to make people ha- very happy. Uh, the other oh, game I played uh, was, Oh, go
2: ahead. I was going to ask you, Todd, do you plan on playing uh, ghost, uh, God of God of war Ragnarok when it comes out? Is that a question? Well yeah, I just wanna know because because you oh. know you're gonna to have to start over with that too, right? You're gonna they're gonna metroid you with that one too. I just when you were talking about that, I'm thinking to myself, man, all I lost stuff the, that I, I have. Oh God, I lost my blades of chaos in the laundry. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You buried them again, right? The yeah, I gotta you go dig them up. Yeah. Oh, but only exactly. at a specific point in the story can you dig them up. So
0: well maybe Kratos, you know, took some time off, you know, he drank too many beers, got the dad bod going on. He's got <laughs> train get back up maybe that's how they're gonna parse it but yeah right, oh right. yeah i cannot wait the upgrade oh. to god of war on uh you know even on ps5 yeah. and i cannot wait to see ragnarok and how good it looks but yeah that's gonna be awesome it's gonna be um yeah. yeah then lost ark is a new game from amazon it is a mmo that looks like a diablo game and it is a beautiful game and it's pretty classic um Basically, you pick your class, and then it has a weird like cutscene, which is voiceover with some like weird like stills. So I'm like, this seems very odd for a high end game. Uh, and this game is very popular on Steam, it's huge, it's free to play too, which is kind of neat. The value is high, but there's ways to pay if you want with things. But when you do your like character selection, so you get you pick your base character. They are just way overdone. I think this is an a, a, like a, uh, an Asian studio because the aesthetics and just even some of the character models, lots of cleavage, lots of overdone cleavage. Apparently, the sexy ladies are on display in this game. I picked a dude because he looked a little bit more modest. But when you get his armor <laughs> – Just a little
1: bit. Yeah, just like a little more – Just armor. a little bit.
0: You pick your armor and it looked like I killed a cow. Like I've got like bullhorns on my shoulder. I've got like I'm like, what is this? Um, so I picked my class, and you've got like um, various, you know, standard classes. Like you've got um, your 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 tank. You've got like your more support, and then you've got like a paladin, I think. But it's what it does is what I love, Mark. You get to try out a class first before oh, you're committed. That's nice. It's such a good move, and it shows you all your moves. So it's kind of tantalizing to see what you could be, because it's mm-hmm. basically your. It's letting you try it out with your full layout of like awesome stuff. Okay. So I'm like, okay, so it's not. It's giving you what I've always said. Show me what it's going to be like to eventually have this character be a, a, a badass. Because if I like that, then it's worth the grind to get there. Yep. Um, so I was impressed with that, um, and it's very fun because, like it said, let you try it out so you can try it with against a boss, against minions. And then, um, once you've selected everything, you can change your voice even, which is kind of cool. Um, change all of your appearances, which is, which is pretty cool. It dumps you right in. And then the opening cutscene is really beautiful. And, um, it is an MMO, um, but it is that Diablo style gameplay. But what it has that Diablo doesn't, it has very impactful combat. Like it feels, everything feels like it has weight versus just click, 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 click. Um, it actually feels like your weapons and your defense has weight. So um, it is a little weird because you can play it with controller but it does that weird like mouse with your stick. Mm -hmm. So like Destiny did you know or does that like I hate that. I wish they could figure out a way to map it like a console does to the menu controls and things like that versus trying to play like when I was trying to put my (laughs) so dumb I'm playing it on PC when I was trying to put my name in it was making me do it with a mouse on a on-screen keyboard. No, that's was like weird. what is this? It was like <laughs> no. I mean, this isn't on console yet. So why did it was any of this stuff? I don't know. It was weird. And I finally got my character class and uh, my yeah. character name, which apparently somebody selected like eighty-five versions of my name. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I eventually got the guy I wanted to be. But it was just weird. And they wouldn't let you use like numbers. You could you could only use letters. So. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Oh well. I guess nobody's calling me in when in Roman times and say, Hello, cool dude seventy-five. <laughs> guess it doesn't roll off the tongue. I don't know. But but it's an MMO, so like and I didn't play with other people. Um I, you can kind of play it solo, but you can play with others if you want. Looking for groups and stuff are there, so it, check it out. It's, it's it's doing very well apparently. One of the most things, but it's a it's a free to play game, so it's not like you had a lot invested. You don't have to pay for it to get into it. But I don't know what the cost of entry will be eventually. Like if you want to be a mm-hmm. a, a, a really cool guy, if it's all cosmetics or if it's like you buy experience. So I guess we'll see how this goes.
1: Right. And This is yeah. This is only PC right now, right? Is, is there yeah. any plans on taking this? Console side or, or any, anywhere else? Do you know? That's a good question because it's Amazon. So I don't know mm. if they
0: want to dabble that way. They don't have any devices that they make that can play high-end games. Right. I mean, unless if they, I mean, I just don't think one of those type of a devices anyways, like a Roku stick or an Amazon right. Fire, would be capable of doing something unless they mm. streamed it. Which I could see them trying to do a streamed version on TV through one of their stick devices, but... Right. I don't know how laggy it would be, but I think it could go to console, um, which may make sense because maybe Amazon doesn't want to play in that space. Like they don't want to develop their own console, which makes total sense, but it's, it's, I can play with the controller. So, but it's yeah, going to, ha-
1: yeah. You you saying you can play with a controller kind of made me wonder like, yeah. oh, okay, well, is that kind of uh, testing to make sure you can put it on a console or, because uh, you know, it seems like there's, other things to focus on on a, a PC only yeah. model for instance. That,
0: yeah. And it's got a lot of modifiers like it's right, like right trigger uh, or left trigger with
1: X to do extra moves and
0: things like that. So essentially you've got a, and it has cooldowns like Diablo. So I think it could work very well on console to be honest, cool. this type of game. Yeah. Very cool. Well, that is what we've been playing. But gentlemen, now this is going to be our new story that's going to lead us into the bonus round. So we're first going to talk about the main story. And that is, it was announced that Nintendo was closing the 3DS and Wii U eShop. And it's going to take place in two stages. So the first stage will be, I believe in May, May 23rd, you will no longer be able to use credit cards to add funds. And then I believe August 29th, uh, you'll no longer be able to put eShop cards into the eShop in August 20th, 29th. And then uh, download codes can be redeemed until March 2023. So essentially, you've got just about a year left to add funds, well, less than a year to add funds, six months to add mm-hmm. funds, and then another six months following that to actually buy games. After that, they haven't announced a date where well, you will no longer be able to redownload things. I believe the Wii... You can still re-download, maybe. I don't know, Mark. Do you know, Rich? Not no. offhand, no. No idea. Okay. Okay. And apparently, this impacts. So, if you think about it, digital-only games on the Wii U eShop and 3DS approximately will approximately impact a thousand games that are only available there. Wow. Hmm. Which surprised me. Because I did surprising. not think there was I didn't think Digital there was that many games. Only. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they can do with this. Um, so the Wii U, and essentially this is gonna be the the, the problem you'll have if you Wii U. If you buy a Wii U second hand, uh, you better buy it now and buy games. <laughs> because if you buy one secondhand after it closes, you can't buy games and you can't access what somebody else had, especially if they wiped the system. Yeah. Same thing with the 3DS. Um, I don't, I think Nintendo still sells 3DS's refurb on their website.
1: Yeah, that's it. No new ones.
0: Yeah, they stopped manufacturing both consoles years prior. So there's really no way to buy these. Um, And I don't believe anyone is making like any 3DS capable like knockoff systems. So it kind of is what it is. So that's, this is the story. So um, we had a similar story with the, Vita and PS 3 eShop yeah. or whatever they're called stores. Yep. Sony mm-hmm. relented after getting vigorously taunted and attacked. <laughs> and yeah. essentially you can still buy games and download them on those platforms.
2: For now, I read For that now. they were going to still, uh, they're still going to close it, but they just basically yeah. gave them more time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, stay of execution. I think is yeah. is basically more along the lines of what Sony's doing. Nintendo just they seem to be like, look, this is what it is. Um, I don't know. So, Rich, do you do you have any thoughts on on this one to to lead us off?
2: Well, I think I think the the problem with this is that you, there's two very different schools of thought. I guess not problem. There's just there's two very different schools of thought that Microsoft lands in one and Nintendo and Sony land in another. And Nintendo and Sony are very very much focusing on what's next. Whereas Microsoft is focusing on making sure everything is playable forever on one console, which will win them points in the long run, I think. I think Sony and, and, and Nintendo are kind of going down a bad route here because there are still people that play, you know, classic games. Now, some things I understand, licensing games. Like, I mean, if you you remember that Gotham City Imposters game that was out for a while. Oh, God. I almost remember forgot that? about that, Rich. You yeah. brought it back up. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now, how can
2: I for- – I need to forget about that again. <laughs> Get it on my brain. <laughs> well – you know that's not available anymore. This is well the Scott Pilgrim game. How about that? The Scott Pilgrim game is the perfect example. It was gone for a long time and then they they mm-hmm. released a remastered version of it. My kid loves that game by the way. It's um, a good game. Yeah, it is. It really is. But you're losing something by not by not paying homage to what got you there, right? Like I mean, mm-hmm. think about the games that are gone for probably for good, really, you know. I mean, there's a ton of them out there. There there was Oh, God, what was that game that came with the police that was on the PlayStation 3 for a while there? There was a um, you threw you threw yourself at things. Do you remember this? Oh,
0: I Uh, do. That game was so dumb. It was. And it was like it was like an early PlayStation 3, like only online game. And everybody bought it because there was like three games
2: at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But that game's gone. I mean, no, nobody plays that game because, well, the you know the servers are gone too. That's another thing. You know, you're knocking down servers left and right for these online mm-hmm. games. Well, some of them are online only. You know, how do you play them? So, yeah. I don't know. I think my my heart rests in the Microsoft camp when, but my wallet rests in the Sony camp, I guess.
1: <laughs> so,
2: Rich, uh, sure. that game was called Pain. Pain. That's right. God damn, that was a weird game. That was such a weird game. Throw yourself off to
0: YouTube. Oh, and apparently, fun fact about this game, while we're on it, character, playable characters were Santa Claus, uh, Elvira, Flavor Flav, (laughs) George Takai, Andy Dick, David Hasselhoff, Buzz from that Buzz game, that that, uh, (laughs) trivia game on PlayStation, Dax, Daxter, and Fat Princess. Oh, my God.
2: I didn't realize wow. that Fat Princess made it on there. I remember I got the Andy Dick character just so that I could throw <laughs> him into a wall. Well, Because Andy uh, Dick, Dick is—he is, lives up to his name. Let's just say, yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes.
0: Um. So I, I'm trying to think about our what is currently. I guess it would be then the PS3 and 360 are the oldest existing, and Vita PSP closed are the oldest yeah. existing continuously online available stores, excluding Steam and GOG and those things like that. Right. Um, so Mark, I do not have any three S's. I don't mm-hmm. have a Wii U anymore. Um, so what is your strategy then for these platforms that are going to eventually close?
1: I have what I have, really. Like I have both of these. Uh, my Wii U is still hooked up <laughs> upstairs. We don't use it at all. Uh, but it was fun looking back. So when they announced this, they also had like a little look back website where you could put in your gamer, uh, your, your Nintendo ID or whatever, and see how many hours you logged in on each system. And what was your top played game or your, for my, uh, you know, top played app basically for the Wii U, which was surprisingly Netflix. I didn't think I'd use Netflix that much on the Wii U, (laughs) but apparently we did. TV, TV.
0: Was it TV? Was that the app called TV? TV. I,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with, like with me, I'm not rushing out to get more stuff for these because the games that I bought are the games that I have. And and I don't know, like if I missed something, I guess I missed it. Um, I, I get some of the outrage for this, but at the same time, I kind of like at some point you have to rip the bandaid off and it sucks now because there are some games that are online only and you can't go to a secondhand store and say, you know, I missed this game. I, I want to get this, you know, years down the road, like I can do with my GameCube and find something at a flea market or here or there or whatever. Um, but at the same time, you know, like they can't keep going with this hardware uh indefinitely because you know keeping servers up costs money and you know when the n64 or the gamecube came out you couldn't really walk into a store and buy super nintendo games i suppose uh, you know years after they stopped making super nintendos and that kind of thing and that was when it was all brick and mortar stores and it, it i'm sure there were some people that were like you know we still like our super nintendo i don't want to get a gamecube but like you know, life moves on and the market moves on, I suppose. And well, that's why your parents get
0: pissed off, right? It won't play those new games.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, and sadly Nintendo has chosen to go on with, with the switch and, and restart the eShop, which I was really hoping that, the, the Wii U purchases would continue on, but, uh, I'm hoping that now they've kind of seen the kickback of this. They've, they've learned that online stores, they've seen Microsoft use as an example and uh, the goodwill that that brought, like, like Rich said, uh, that I'm hoping that the switch, whatever the switch Two or the Nintendo something that they'll call their next, console will will continue that those digital purchases uh with with the the Wii U I wish it worked like that that would be great the Wii U had a hell of a library but the the console itself was kind of a problem or a solution looking for a problem uh as I used to call it because it was just a weird piece of hardware uh the 3ds however is tough you kind of have to leave that behind because they've left it behind they don't have a two-screen weird little system and that worked for the DS and it worked for the 3ds but with the switch that's now a single screen and and does what it wants to do and does what it does quite well it's it's tough to emulate that or to pull off some of those games that might use the bottom touch screen and then the top screen for something else like some of these you just can't emulate you just can't do on like Todd, like you said, like, unless some someone makes some software or some hardware that that kind of apes what the 3ds was doing, like you can't, you can't do that on anything else. So it sucks from a game preservation standpoint, like things are just going away. Nintendo's moved on. But like, how long do we want them to hold? How long as a company do we we expect them to, to keep supporting this and to keep paying for the servers and, and like Rich, you said like paying for licenses and, and this and that. It's like they have the data. They see how many people are still logging mm-hmm. into the Wii U and the 3DS, and it's probably severely dwindling. And there, there might have been a spike this week when this news came out of people going, I really need pushmo. And going after that on the the 3DS. But like after this week or the next, it's probably gonna die down. I'm gonna guess by uh, May 23rd, when you will no longer be able to use credit cards, there might be a scramble that week or like the the week before, but like, sadly, I just don't think there's the staying power to motivate Nintendo to keep this open. And it, it sucks that it's going away, but hopefully people get what they want like me and and have these systems and not, you know, not have to sell them. And it, I know that I'm, a lot of times in in a privileged position with this, like I had to, to, to fund my, my Xbox series X, I had to get rid of my Xbox one X. Uh, you know, that was just like the, the way I could afford it with my Nintendo systems. I've been pretty lucky. Um, and I had to sell my old one to get the OLED model for the switch. But uh, for the most part, I have every Nintendo console and all my handhelds and all that kind of stuff that I've just been able to hold on to. So uh, consider myself lucky there that I can go back and play the games that I have until they, and I think for these, I, I have like memory in, in, in the stuff uh, that, that I can store these games, even if they say you can't redownload them at some point in the future. Um, but it, yeah, it does it does kind of suck that it's just like, well, we've moved on, so everything dies. <laughs> but I, I don't know a solution. Thank you like, for that, there's Mark. No, there's that no black solution. picture
0: you painted. Everything yeah. dies, enjoy okay, life yeah. while it lasts. <laughs> uh, yes. and yes,
1: your your e shop will, will die as well, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's that's just how it is with with this. And there's yeah. there's I don't think there's an easy solution. Like I don't think Unless Nintendo's like, yeah, here we go. We're re-releasing 3DSs and we're putting the Wii U eShop on the switch for some reason. Like it's just, it's, it's messy. It sucks, but it's life. Yeah. I mean, it's a trend. I
0: mean, and, and this is what we're going to see. I mean, and that is the difficult nature of a digital marketplace. Um, it's, it's what do you support? Is it vibrant? Uh, and, you know, movies is a little different because you can play a movie on a lot of different devices. Uh, sometimes things, prints are hard to find, mm-hmm. uh, but they largely can be found. There's like some exceptions to the rules. Video games is like one of the one medium that seems like, not everything is going to live forever, and uh, and and that'll probably pivot us into the actual article. But you know, rest in peace, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo Wii U. We knew you well, um, and it's funny because that was like that was the step down era from their most successful era. I mean, of over 250 million systems combined sold to then go to. 90 million system sold, (laughs) which was a huge step down, but it was just like, that was just a crazy age. So, but now they're in the switch and we hope lessons are learned. We're going forward. Your library with Nintendo will follow you. Um, unless they make some really wacky and crazy, like we're going all in on Labo next gen. And everything's <laughs> got to work. I'm like, what? Well, yeah,
1: but that's even the thing with Nintendo. They always try weird stuff, whether it's two screens or a weird controller or something. We've talked about this with the N64. Mm-hmm. That nothing feels right with N64 games, other than an N64 controller, because you need those dunts. And so then it
0: doesn't even feel right, Mark. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. oh, don't get me started. But like, that's the <laughs> thing with Nintendo is they try wacky, wacky stuff, and it's fun, but even with the switch, we have games that are motion controlled or doing weird things with the joy con or whatever. And if the next iteration doesn't have IR control or like labo, something that can fit in labo, like you're still losing, I'm not saying every something. single game, but yeah. you're still losing something from those gimmicky games that you don't lose with, with like, unless they release a movie that you can only watch on a specific kind of like projector or something yeah. like a movie's just going to be, do you have a screen? Cool. You can watch this movie. And like, that's, you know, it, it's just not how it is with games. Yeah.
0: I mean, even Especially we've got Nintendo. that with, we've even got that with the Switch Lite. There's certain games the Switch Lite can right. really play essentially yeah. because they have to support tabletop mode. And sometimes the, and you need Joy-Cons to play on the Switch Lite. And I, I was just going to yeah.
1: say, I just talked about one of them. Nintendo Switch Sports, not going to work on the light.
0: Yeah. So it's it's a very a interesting choice. it's a very thing where it's like yeah and you don't want those features that were fun at the time to be forgotten but you also don't want 99% of the library to be held back just because it doesn't support those those unique features that were only used seldomly like you know mm-hmm. some of the features like rumble joycon Joy Rundle, the ir sensor very rarely used you see like you know let's leave those behind or find another way to do it. Why not? That's fine. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. You know that's um, a, that the discussion of, of movies is an apt one because even on physical media, I have a four K Blu-ray player. It will play four K Blu-rays, it'll play Blu-rays, it'll play DVDs. I mean, it plays generations back, right? Not HD was, DVD, Rich. Not, not, not Betamax. DVD, not LaserDisc. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm saying there's limitations to it, but but there is there is that backwards compatibility component to that, where if mm-hmm. I have a movie that was only released on DVD, like, say, Kids or something like that, you can watch that on my, on my player. It may not look great, but you can watch it on my player. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: And, and it is interesting because we're in, and this is going to lead us into our topic of game preservation, mm-hmm. because this is becoming a bigger concern because um, we can track this back to, games where they started largely arcades okay so arcades i grew up with arcades rich you grew up with arcades. arcades mark you went to chuck e cheese i assume
1: i <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a chuck e cheese but I, I had local arcades and stuff yeah uh moose 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 poutine man is that what was that Actually, well, our, our, we had an arcade in the mall, and I can't remember what that was called. Like, I don't know if it had a name or it was just like a place in the mall with a bunch of arcade machines. Um, but we also had a place called Boomerangs. Oh, okay. that uh, that had like arcade games and like you know, the, like the weird like little like roller ball games mm-hmm. where you get the tickets and shit. Yeah, and, uh, and then uh, laser yeah. tag. They had a laser oh, yeah. tag, that yeah. Was awesome. Okay. Yeah, Boomerangs, laser tag, man. That was uh, some fun birthdays.
0: Yeah. So I mean, we started there, and a lot of those redemption games, whack a mole, things like that. That's an that's an experience you could only get there. Um, really? I mean, some of those sit in consoles. Think of like the Star Wars oh, yeah. eighty three game, right? <laughs> um, all of those cool like space harrier where it would move. Mm-hmm. Those experiences were brought home, but in a different fashion. Um, so you're going to be losing some of those, which makes sense. It's just impossible. But light gun games, home light gun games have largely gone away because of CRTs going away and mm. LCDs <laughs> and that technology doesn't really support it anymore. So we lost something already. Um, peripherals. Um, think about that. Rock band, uh, oh, DDR pads. That's um, rock band. Those break and then they're impossible to find. Rock band, people, you know, a rock band. I just saw Sean Capri playing rock band. And with his kids, that was the best. It was the cutest thing in the world. And he he just happened to be the one person that kept everything and he could play it. But 360 controllers did not work on the Xbox series because they used weird communication protocols. Mm -hmm. So you'd have a dongle. Well, those dongles are the things you always lose first. So then you had to buy a, then they made a, uh, an adapter for Xbox one. But to buy it now, that adapter is $400. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was funny because they were giving away instruments at the end of those games life. And people now should have held onto them because you can sell them for $400. My son mm-hmm. wanted to buy a Wii guitar player to play this thing. So we're losing some of those experiences. And now that Xbox or well, Xbox has bought Activision, we might get guitar Hero. but how are we going to play guitar here? Unless they make bring out connect and do
1: air controls. No, <laughs> these the guitars. Hundred percent. We need new instruments. We need a new guitar hero. Let's do this.
0: Yeah. I so agree. I mean, we've 100%. gone. Yeah. So so the inputs go away because those things are hard to make, hard to control, hard to find, and get very expensive. So we lose. We're losing experiences along the way. Mm-hmm. Then we had the experience with online games, EverQuest, uh, whatever you want to call it. You know, that was a precursor to World of Warcraft. Um, MMOs are made to expire online is made to expire. Remember when what those people were holding out on, what was it, the 360 or X, the original Xbox? Like holding on to the online uh, servers uh, 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 yeah, and playing to the last moment they could mm-hmm. because they knew those were going to be turned off. People are upset that the 360 Halo servers were finally turned off. So all of these experiences, to an extent that are going online, are not going to be recreated the way we originally played them. So mm-hmm. we've got that. But we've got the way to play it on our home consoles. And we've already brought up licensing. I mean, I just was, I'm getting ready to move. Um, I was looking at what I owned physically on disc. And I owned it, I bought a 360 so I could play licensed games that aren't supported on Xbox One. The Captain America game, the Punisher game, the
2: Punisher game.
0: I mean, all these games, some of them are good. Lollipop Chainsaw, which is just a dumb (sighs) game by James Gunn that is not compatible on Xbox One for some reason. So even we're making these progress forward, not everything is carried forward license. So that gets us kind of where we're at today, where PS5 is now backwards compatible with PS4. Mm -hmm. Xbox Series X is fully backwards compatible with Xbox One, partially compatible with 360, and barely compatible with the original Xbox. I think there's 25 games. <laughs> so the question becomes, um, what are, are there any solutions for game preservation?
2: For it's the me- Well, for the older games, I mean, when you talk about like your super Nintendo or your, your NES or your Sega Genesis, you just keep the console and, you know, or get a console and you can buy carts and, you know, go from there, right? But some of these games that came out on 360, like, the entire game's not on the disc. There's still stuff mm. that has to be downloaded to be able to play mm. that game. Uh and that that was even more prevalent when when it got to the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, right? I mean, how do you maintain those games? If those people decide they don't want to to carry that that uh, that game anymore, if you don't have the content downloaded that you needed to play that game, you're out of luck. You're out of luck. That's the problem with digital in my mind in that the owners of that, if they decide they're not going to carry it anymore, you're out of luck. Mm-hmm. so
0: yeah, most of the most modern discs are just there as copyright protection mm-hmm. as a placeholder. They mm-hmm. don't control the whole... They, they have a state of the game and limited data. Um, Switch is the same way. We found that Switch g- carts largely come on 16 gigabytes or 8 gigabytes, I think. And a lot of the games are like 60 gigabytes. Well, people don't want to pay, I don't know, whatever the cost of a Switch card is because it's got memory on it and stuff like that. Yeah. They don't want to pay for it. So lar- largely, you've got games like, I think, Witcher 3 maybe is the whole game on it, but that's a rarity because they paid mm-hmm. for it. So a lot of games, and I, I even heard like it was um, a game on the Wii U that was a Xenoblade Chronicles X, I think. It had a downloadable expansion that made the gameplay better. Like it had like assets, things you mm-hmm. could install, Not which right. once that shop goes offline, then you, you just, just get a physical copy of that game it's going to it's not going to perform as well as when you could have it now. So there's 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 problems cuz games require patches at launch. I mean, oh, yeah. launch day patches it, it, you're exactly right, Rich. Um DLC like Fortnite. Think oh, about yeah. that. You both play Fortnite. Oh yeah. What is what is the Fortnite and compared to launch to where it is now? What is like <laughs> the Fortnite?
1: You know, what is the Fortnite? Yeah, yeah that's I mean, it's for those kind of games, yeah, you can't even get into preservation because what part are you preserving? Are You preserving right. chapter one, chapter two, or we're on chapter three now? There's a completely mm-hmm. new island. There's uh, are you preserving battle royale that was in beta mode up until save the world, right? Now save the world, like what? What is it? And and yeah. that's you know, it's 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 tough, and it it like one one of the interesting like we we've. We've seen the film industry and TV industry kind of go through these growing pains, and they'd have had a lot longer to figure things out. But like, mm. uh, one of the articles that we were reading for this uh, to, to kind of prepare was like talking about the BBC losing the original Doctor Who tapes yeah. and oh, or yeah. the, the original. You know, someone just they, they just taped over them because they mm. they didn't care back then. And luckily, someone found them in a basement or whatever it was, and you know, some of them are are still found or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like those again are that what was filmed is what is there and that's, that's it with games. Yeah. You can change so much, but, uh, even just preserving the code, like for the base game or like even when it's updated or whatever, like preserving that code, um, can be tough because you can preserve the code or like you get, uh, some, some, the, was it the game preservation society mm-hmm. and uh, video game history foundation archive.org right? uh, yeah mm-hmm. so a lot of people think the emulation or or saving roms is piracy but it's it's only when people are downloading that so if you're preserving the code the, uh, until you show it to someone it's not really anything and or that's profit where, from like, it we, yeah and that's well, not even profit because you don't have to profit from it in order to for it to be privacy. If I'm saving Super Mario Brothers and giving it out for free to everyone, that's still piracy. You can't do that. But if I'm just preserving that code for the sake of preserving that game and making sure that there's a copy of the game code somewhere, then that should be okay. But you know, who's doing that? And and that, you know, so now we have, luckily, some some places that are doing that in the games industry that we've had doing that in film and that kind of thing. Uh, again, that's great, but you're, you're saving this code for a system that might not exist or a control method that might not exist. Mm -hmm. Or again, games that can be, can be updated and and that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, it's such a, a messy place. So it's, it's, uh, again, no, easy answers for things. And it's, uh, it's, I'm hoping that they find a way to preserve some things. I'm hoping that they, they, they do find a way to, uh, luckily we're seeing this with consoles that are coming out that you, you can just pop in an old cart or maybe an old ROM or something like that. And you can play these old games that that you thought may have been lost. So
0: yeah, what is it? The analog pocket
1: got was all yeah. the rage. Um, the it plays pockets. carts.
0: Yeah. Now, will they have an adapter to play other carts too?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you okay. can play Game Boy, uh, Game Boy, uh, Game Gear. I think there's a. Oh man, there's there's a bunch of adapters for different kinds of okay. cards. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool.
0: And analog also makes consoles that will play like uh, Genesis. Game Boy, I think mm-hmm. even up to GBA. I, I mean, they do a lot of things. Um, and then, uh, so there are, you get to a point, because mm-hmm. I think it kind of ends with like discs-based systems uh, is where it gets difficult. I mean, and they, they do have like limited run games, which does, has made some carts, which is very hard, very difficult, because you don't have that manufacturing capability anymore to make the plastic mm-hmm. that, you know, that has to go in the machine. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. And then you do get some, games that get brought back by a limited run games, which is great that somebody is saying, I'm going to get the license. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to pay for the emulation. So it can come out on consoles in different ways. Problem is those are still limited. So you got to be lucky because they sell out. Um, So it hopefully, maybe we could see, you know, we've got, I mean, and it was funny because you talked about Mark losing code, the mass effect legendary collection. Okay, Mass Effect right. came out 2007, I think. They lost the code to one of the DLC parts. Yep. This isn't like the BBC 1961 overwriting the tapes. This is like <laughs> yeah. a modern, like one of the best games, trilogies in the world. And they lost, you know, this. And that's the the worry that you're like, somebody's going to do something dumb, like mm-hmm. shred something. <laughs> Or, or overwrite it, tape over it, throw it out because somebody didn't realize because it, it was in an archive that they don't have good archives, mm-hmm. and it's going to go horribly wrong.
1: Like the person that almost deleted Toy Story. Yeah, Did you ever hear of that? <laughs> yeah. Like straight up, just deleted Toy Story, and luckily the I think it was the director had a copy at home or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like, but like they almost deleted that movie before it was released. <laughs> like, like just, just gone. It's oh, like, okay, my no. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the appropriate response? <laughs> uh, like it, it happens, right? Like it's it's just... If I yeah, could think about yeah. how many
2: times I've accidentally deleted an email <laughs> and oh, then when yeah. the trash has gotten like right. somebody says, oh, I sent you an email about it. Oh, oh really? Can you send that again? Cause, yeah. Because, I mean, I, like if I can make, if anybody can make a dumb mistake like that and accidentally delete Toy Story like you said, Mark. I mean, that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I'm yeah I'm purging VHS
0: tapes. Okay. I know this sounds like what is what is a VHS young Still listeners? Have VHS tapes? I have some old crap I kept just as fun. Well, like I recorded stuff off TV, like uh stuff okay. that you would never see before, like Generation X, that oh, horrible God. Fox oh, made-for-TV X-Men oh, movie. Yeah, I remember oh, that. God. Oh yeah. I, I recorded that when it's I was Max in college. Headroom. I kept it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I recorded stuff when I was in Korea for my wife, AFN, all these dumb air force commercials that were like the stupidest, (laughs) like PSA's lowest production. I'm like, I had to give her, I had to send her something. They're like, this is what I'm experiencing when I don't get good TV. Here you go. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I have another thing. It's like, I have um, eight millimeter. What is it? Digital, digital DV, whatever. It was a video camera format. There's no way to show those unless you have the camera, they don't sell an adapter. So if my camera dies, I'm screwed. And that's got a lot of memories. So I have to convert those things onto something. And that's where we're at. It's like you lose, you don't Mm -hmm. want to lose memories. Don't lose things. Mm -hmm. So I I was thinking about this. Um, I, what I would love to see at a minimum, and I think is to get more let's plays without any commentary, Mm
1: -hmm. just playing the the
0: game. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and hopefully nobody takes down because of the music in the background, Mm -hmm. you know, because soundtracks. Because think about this: Tony yeah. Hawk Pro Skater One, that ever goes out of print. Think about the soundtrack that's going to get pulled down. But that's an element that is essential to that game.
2: Mm-hmm. You've run into the problem that they have with certain TV shows not being able to be syndicated because of music that was used in the series, or like mm-hmm. say like House, where they just they, they need they want to have that on streaming so badly that they change some of the music so that it gets in there, you know. And it's not the same way that it was, but it's, Mm. you know, I mean, my wife has this problem. She likes the show Supernatural and there Mm -hmm. are, there's differences in the streaming versions to the disc versions, the actual physical copies that she has. She can watch those and experience them differently than she does streaming, which is a hundred percent why I am, why I'm, why I'm fully behind like physical media, (laughs) That's one of the which
0: which is just going to become a dated process too because Mm -hmm. the lines that manufacture discs are going to go away. Um, They don't want you to buy anything because they want you to subscribe, and that's just kind of the nature of things. And that kind of leads us into the future of you know what could these companies do to preserve the future? And it is kind of funny because um, you do see remakes, remasters. These are the different steps they've done to make you pay again for the stuff you had in the past. But there's going to be certain games that there's just not the appetite to right. spend money against them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have lobbied for the Eternal Darkness remake or just release that game again. But Nintendo doesn't even acknowledge that game being existing. <laughs> um, what is it, Twin Snakes? That was also a GameCube exclusive. Yeah. I mean, is that ever going to get come out? Because Konami could care less. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Nintendo cares. So we've got like all of these unique circumstances where it's going to be harder. And then, and you know, disc based media is born to die. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no really way to copy that material to preserve it for your own use. Like you think Mm -hmm. about like, you know, copying discs and things like that. Um, So even owning something, it just takes one bad experience. One child finding your copy of, I don't know what's a good GameCube game, Mark, that you can't play anywhere else. If Finn found it and said, Daddy, it's a throwing star, and he throws it in the toilet, and there's a uh, dookie on it, I don't know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> a potential, yeah. I have a few GameCube games up <laughs> upstairs uh, that, yeah, that I, I doubt I could find another copy of. Um, and if I did, it would be vastly overpriced. Yeah, I should probably sell those. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, before your child screws them up because yeah, that's
0: you what children do—they ruin your dreams yeah, and, and fantasies yeah. at a young age, and they become older and you know. But you know, yeah. what about this? What if Nintendo just bought M two? M two is a renowned company that makes fantastic compilations. They make wonderful collections. I believe they made the Genesis Collection on Switch, Mark. I mean, they oh, pay homage. Okay. They do history. Yeah, they make them pixel perfect. They e- actually make them even better than what you originally had because they make them good for modern systems. Should should game companies like Sony just bought Blue Point? Blue Point's remastering all their stuff. Great. Should these companies basically get d- buy a studio and that's all their job is archive and create and save it for later? Doesn't mean that it has to be available now. But maybe that's part of their online, you know, that eventually when Nintendo's going to have more systems in NSO, don't you want them to be able to say, we weren't, we invested and we're going to allow you to use it and play it and pay for it versus just, just gone with the wind? Is that something like Xbox? Same thing there. They've got 85 studios now. I mean, is that something where they could do? Sony with Bluepoint? I mean, is that what they should do?
1: That's really tough, Rich. Do you have any insight on that one?
2: You know, as you were talking there, uh, Todd, I was thinking about on DVD when I think it was the second or third release of the Star Wars trilogy, the original Star Wars trilogy on DVD. As a special feature, they had the original unaltered cuts of the Star Wars trilogy, basically just ports of the LaserDisc that were part of the package, right? What if... What if like, you know, you said where if they if they if they were to get a studio like Bluepoint that just catalogs everything and then eventually if they bring, say, Resistance back and they're doing resistance as a remake, they could offer the deluxe edition, because they always have these oh. deluxe edition and ultimate editions of everything, right? For like thirty bucks more, you can play the original three resistances and oh way oh yeah, by the way, the PS Vita version as well. You could play that as well, you know? Like that's
0: that's a great call out. It's it's like it's it's there if you want it and you're paying right. a premium for the luxury. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would do that cuz right now collector's edition it's like what? a, a stupid map, something uh-huh. you throw away, a uh, a statue may you may not want mm-hmm. uh, or something like that. And and what's more valuable is something that is the original or mm-hmm. a part of the history of that game that is something you could play. Yeah, like the kind of like the, Mark, sorry. I was going to say Mark. Remember that GameCube send away offer for Nintendo power. It was the Zelda collection on a disc. It mm-hmm. was, I think three or four Zelda games and that wow. game, that thing, that, that disc, they could make that disc so easily because they mm-hmm. must have the files and just launch yeah. it out. No, here you go. But I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Nintendo's, Nintendo is such a weird company to talk about this kind of stuff with because they are so hard on ROM sites and any kind of like mm-hmm. preservation. They'll come down on even if someone's trying to do it right, but then they'll publish a game like that. I think so. Was it Super Mario All Stars or something like they? They essentially they were accused of using a ROM They used a ROM or yep. something right like that <laughs> that originated online. Is or that like it's. Wait, they're wait, they're such a weird company. They, yeah, they pulled yeah. ROM from yeah.
2: offline and used it as oh god. Well, oh, they
0: own a copy, mm. Mark. They own a copy, Rich. Right? That's the rule. Yeah. Right? You got to own a copy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
2: we
1: own the company. We we these are our copies out there in the wild. Mm. Yeah. So they went yeah. on NESRoms.com <laughs> or whatever <laughs> and like downloaded like. And then oh wait, put it on this is the German version. Like, this is yeah, the German
0: version. Like... Oh my goodness, why is Mario Kart saying German words? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I, I don't know, like. I I'm sure there's, there's explanations of, of how people discovered this and figured it out that it was like that version or whatever, but like Nintendo's such a weird company where they're like, they don't almost don't want to preserve parts of their history or like they don't want anyone else to. And like, they want to decide if they (laughs) want to and stuff like, it's, they're so weird, but like they have the most history of anyone to want to preserve. So why not just, do it. It's well, so, If, if so you strange. had
2: a, if you had a hidden gem like the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1983 in your history, wouldn't you want to control whether or not that got out?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, think about it this way. You know, we have the the Nintendo Universal Studios Park coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't even need that. They just need like the Nintendo History Museum. And that would be just as popular, and people would travel to it to play like games and see history and watch documentaries and all of these cool things. And there's a passion for it. Um, I'm watching a cool series right now called Slugfest on Roku, and it's really like 10-minute stories about the history of Marvel and D.C., And it's absolutely hilarious. It's got like reenactments. It's got people playing like Stan Lee and things like that. Just imagine if Nintendo decided to do something like fun, like behind the scenes of how they came up with Mario, how they did. I mean, there's so much cool history. And I I just remember also G4 did an icon series, which was essentially 30 minute, uh, like documentaries about things that happened in the past. There's so much passion for it, especially now that this is like, our youth and our passion. We have mm-hmm. we just have a hunger for it. And it's a shame that it's it's gonna go away. And and I and I before we, we wrap up, I did want to say I did a little experiment. So in the name of science, <laughs> I had heard someone talking about a thing called Dolphin. So kids, dolphin, don't look into it. There is a way to see Nintendo games in a way they never were before. At a high resolution, beautiful with the control scheme of your choice. So I decided to experiment and see what Metroid Prime would look like in HD. Ooh. How did that? With mappable controls on a high-end PC. It's impressive. And that is no work being done. It's it's an emulator. Okay. And if you own the game, which I do, um I still own my copy of Metroid Prime. I don't own the GameCube anymore because I bought a Wii and I'm like, I'm going to play that on the Wii and I didn't want to because motion controls, things like that. Um, so it's really, it's really cool to see how good those games look with no effort. Hmm. And just imagine that when you see someone doing uh, Breath of the Wild in 4K and mm-hmm. that emulation that they do, and just what they can do with the hardware. And it just seems like there's easy ways to bring that stuff back. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just hate that profit gets in the way because Nintendo has a way. I think they have a 300 year plan <laughs> and we're just not aware of what that is. And eventually we'll get there. But you know, it's kind of sad that, you know, right now with, we lost the shops, the virtual consoles and where we're at today. Um, we don't know if we're getting more NES games. We don't know if we're getting any more super Nintendo games. We're probably going to get more, Games, but GameCube games, we've seen what they did with Galaxy um, on Wii. You know, that's a that's a, it's a, it's a Galaxy was a Wii game. Mm-hmm. There's there could be more. So I, I I think we all want more of these, and um, I just fear that physical games, the old classics, um, those are gonna eventually going to age, and they're going to be harder to find. And the passion to buy those and hoard those and mm-hmm. sell them like as an investment will get in the way that people just want to play them for for the fun. So um, I don't know. Um, where this is going to go. Um, I hope someone can influence these people, but Microsoft is doing a good job of, of, of taking things forward and I hope they pressure their counterparts to
1: do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. That I hope they happen. find it. And uh, like you said with the, even if if you can't play them, I hope they find a way to, uh, to preserve what it was like to play them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's kind of where it's going to come down eventually of, you know you might not be able to get this exact thing that you could 40 years ago or whatever to properly emulate or properly play this on the original hardware um, but yeah there's a place you can go online or there's a place you can go wherever in the real world a library museum whatever it is and and watch something or experience something that that preserves this uh, this you know these these past generations of games. So I hope they find a fun middle ground. How how about
0: they bring back the Nintendo Hitline, but it's a YouTube channel. Nintendo <laughs> runs it, so they can't get a takedown. Like and yeah. they just play the games and they show all the secrets and they take people through it and they give a little history, it's almost like a cool. DVD commentary. Right? Be neat.
1: That yeah, would be I'd so cool. Ah, yeah. oh,
0: really cool. I mean, ah, oh, Mark. I'd watch it. Why is not Nintendo called me? Oh, wait, because, hire you. <laughs> because they've listened to me podcast. <laughs>
1: right. I was going to say, this is the nicest you've been to Nintendo in years. <laughs> I'm, I'm a changed man,
0: Mark. I'm a changed man. I've turned over and overleaf. I'm excited for Kirby, and I'm ready to go. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. I've got mouthful mode on my mind. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. Well, that is it for the show, everyone. We want you to tell us, though— how you would preserve video games, your ideas. We want them. We want to know what you can do to make video games a better place. Uh, And I do apologize. I was going to talk more about uh, my VR system. When I went to use it, it needed to be updated. So it's waiting there because uh, I I got a, a nice comment that, that that uh, they like the show and they want to know more about VR, so I'm going to do that more in new episodes once my headset's updated. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's my reality I, with I video games. I bought
1: an Oculus oh. uh, this week, and I might buy one this coming week. I I got a, I found a, I have to do some stuff with my house, so I, I held off on going out to buy an Oculus. But uh, yeah, it might happen sooner rather than later. I I was like literally in Best Buy like looking at them and and then I was like, I I chickened out at the last second. Like, no, I got a responsible adult and leave this place right now. Well, there's Uh, no new hardware coming out anytime soon. So you're good to go. It's (laughs) going to happen. It's going to happen. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Before we do wrap up, I do want to uh, to, to add uh, and let people know that there is going to be a big streaming weekend uh, in memory of Bobby, our, our friend, the Nintendo guru, that is coming up. Uh, because this is a bi weekly show, I want to give people a little heads up. I think, uh, it seems like that's going to be March 4th to 6th that weekend. There's going to be a bunch of people streaming, they're still trying to figure out like the final like what there's going to be prizes and which fundraiser, like who we're going to be fundraising for and all that kind of stuff. And who's going to be involved. Uh, there's, there's a little chat group going on, uh, right now that I just got added to. So, um, keep an eye on, on Twitter. Todd will tell you where, where to follow us on Twitter. Um, and Sean Capri, the mega dads or the the Nintendo dads. Um, I think everyone's going to be involved. So if you can find any of those console Cato. um, and I am going to try to be involved as much as possible. So follow us on Twitter, and uh, if you can donate, awesome! But we're going to do with something uh, something in in memory of Bobby that we're going to hopefully raise some money for uh, for a, a charity of of his family's choosing, I believe, which is going to be nice. That's fantastic!
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I just look at my laptop, I see the gaming for Guru sticker, and I think of Bobby every day. Yep. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. So yeah, definitely. Uh, there be more to come about that on our socials, we'll talk about that in a second, but rich, thank you for joining us, man. Tell people where pleasure. they can find you online.
2: It was a pleasure. I, I always love talking to you guys in one way, shape or form. So, uh, I'm online on Twitter. You can find me at, uh, at rich Davenport 73. I'm so very creative with my, uh, my Twitter tag, but, uh, from there you could find where I am with my shows. There's, uh, G disturbances on Twitter and uh, view underscore couch on Twitter as well. Otherwise, uh, yeah. Download our shows.
0: <laughs> perfect.
2: Perfect. I've been on Rich's shows. He's great.
0: Mark, you need to go on yeah. great disturbances. Yeah. We need to get you over on, on that show. Yeah. We need to get you over on great yeah, disturbances.
1: Love yeah. Let me know. Let, let's 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 definitely you'll have a great good time. time. You'll have
0: a good time. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that is it for us. Mark. Oh my yeah. goodness. Tell people where they can find you.
1: The underscore canardian on pretty much everything, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, what's the other one? TikTok. Uh, I've been trying to do a little bit more there, but not, not too much, honestly. So uh, T-Rex Twitter shoveling and, and Instagram, snow. Yeah. The T-Rex shoveling snow. That was a fun one. <laughs> uh, my neighbors think I'm crazy, but that was fun to, to, to do. Um, but that's, uh, that's everywhere. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Xbox and switch. I'm just canardian. So if you want a game, that's where I'm at.
0: Perfect. And follow me at t Um, I am Spartion98 on Xbox and Switch, Spartion1998 and PSN. Um, yeah, just uh, spread the word. We'd like more followers. We'd love people to follow us, watch our YouTube channel, uh, you know, join the group. Uh, we have a great Discord as well. Uh, we have a lot of fun. Uh, Wordle is getting hot. We're, gonna <laughs> probably, we're adding on Loodle now, and man, oh man, I got Loodle today, and I'm like, I think they're slipping, and they're... Uh, adult words to be honest
1: <laughs> some of them are a little weird for loodle i mean how many five letter lewd words can adult, you find? Like yeah. some of them are some of them are a little stretch uh some of them have to be used in a very specific context and other ones i've never heard of before because they're like some weird like slang from like one british suburb <laughs> once. And it's just a, you just got to throw letters until something <laughs> works or you run out of time. Yeah. Uh, leave it to Gary Witter, Witter to make a, uh, a weird
0: slang British lewd puzzle game. Oh, well. Is that who makes that? Oh yeah. Gary Witter. Oh, he that's designed hilarious. it. I didn't know that. that's oh yeah. Hilarious. The creator, of, the writer of Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's a great guy. Um, oh, well that is it for the show. Hope you guys had a good time joining us on our adventure into the world of games, Rich, Mark, always a pleasure and remember folks it's always better to game together
1: this podcast is part of the secret friends unite podcasting network visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows articles news reviews and more